Welcome to My Runner's Mind, where we run with gratitude towards a life of happiness and gratefulness. I'm your host, Stina Turgeon, and I believe that as runners, we're uniquely positioned to choose gratitude over negativity. Running itself is so badass, and each run offers multiple opportunities to turn a potentially negative thought or feeling into a positive one. Tune in as I'll share behind the scenes of what goes into my 12-week program, My Runner's Mind, which is mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and ought tos in their running routine and replace them with want and desire to live a happier and more balanced life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hi friends, runners, maybe you're dreaming about becoming a runner. Maybe you ask yourself if you're really a runner. Either way, welcome to episode seven. I'm excited to share today's episode with you because it touches on something I continue to become more and more aware of and through it, I feel empowered in a good way. And I really want to share it with you, runner friend. And it's about, wait for it, how we think and behave. I'm pretty sure if you've listened to the podcast before, it's no surprise. As you know, this podcast is really about understanding that our fitness, our ability on a run is only as good as the quality of our thoughts. Wait, what? So here's my question to you. What behavior best describes you? Is most of your behavior a reaction to circumstances happening around you? And so what do I mean by that? Maybe you feel a little bit like things or life happens to you, that generally you're the recipient of other people's actions, or do you find most of your action is in response to a circumstance? So, you know, less reactive and more carefully considered. Now, most of us have learned that responding to situation is a more satisfying way of living, less reactionary. So reacting versus responding. Now today, I told you it was going to be a good episode. I want to talk about a third way of behaving, which is inspired by the following quotes. Something magical happens when you take control of your thoughts. You realize your own creation moment to moment. Who do you want to be? And this is by Dina Castor. So this is where we start creating the result or the feeling in our life that we desire, kind of orchestrating the moments. There's a level of passivity of waiting and reacting to something or responding to something. We're kind of limiting our impact on the situation to the here and now. On the other hand, when we choose to create something, we anticipate and we decide ahead of time how we wish to behave and feel during certain activities. So what does this have to do with running? You might be wondering. Everything. And here's how. Where, I want you to think about where are your weak spots in your running? Are there parts of your running that you dread more than others? Are there certain routes maybe? Certain parts of your route? Maybe a hill? Maybe certain workouts you dread more than others because they're tough, they're challenging. Maybe certain days where you have to run 
either early a.m. or p.m. and you wish it was the opposite. Or maybe the days you have to run by yourself. You dread these a little bit. So we all have these sort of sticky points in our running routine, especially if we run regularly every week. Like if you're on a three, four, five day running schedule, right? So these are moments where we rely on our mindset to get us through on the run. This is when we turn a challenge into a positive through a mantra, maybe make ourselves knowing that long run Saturday rolls around once a week and we just got to roll with it kind of thing. So see how we limit ourselves to interpreting the moment kind of like it's Saturday again. It's time for my long run, I guess. I better just suck it up and do it. But I want to introduce you to an idea which puts you more in the driver's seat where you create the moment before it even arrives, right? What am I talking about? So listen on. Dina, Dina Castor, calls this concept strategic joy in her book, Let Your Mind Run. And she used it, for instance, on her mile repeat where she kept losing precious seconds due to a hill that kept killing her momentum. So she, as she was thinking about this outside of the run, she recognized that she felt irritation and she felt resistance against running the hill, even before stepping foot on it. So, you know, you set out and you know that that hill is coming up and you're like, oh. So she decided instead to approach it more playfully with a different attitude the next time. Kind of like, ha, today you're mine, hill attitude. So the next time she ran mile repeats, that's exactly what she did. And once she got to the foot of that hill, she found herself thinking, charge and brought a whole different energy to climbing the hill. Can you tell how that would just completely alter the energy? And we, when we alter the energy that we feel, we alter our interpretation of it, right? So cresting the hill for her felt like a victory all of a sudden. And she enjoyed the effort at a whole different level, obviously. And so that became her new pattern, a habit for running mile repeats. So for myself, I've used it to enjoy my long runs at a whole different level. So this is how it used to be for me. I used to dread how much time my long runs would take out of my weekends, out of my Saturdays. You know, sometimes it would take up to a couple of hours. And if you're a half marathon runner, an ultra runner or whatnot, you know what I'm talking about. It just, it takes a lot of time, right? And you might already have a busy weekend scheduled. And I noticed that I started feeling a little bit of resistance like Dina is talking about at the outset or even before the run. I mean, some, you know, I would go to bed on a Friday night knowing that, well, I know that I've got an X two hour run schedule. So I better get up this time in the morning so that I can make it back before what else I had planned for the day. And I was already feeling a little bit of resistance towards it, feeling that it was eating up so much of my time. So once I started looking, though, at my long runs as the only time, the only run during the week where I could run at a no hurried pace, not caring about what the Garmin said, and actually make myself run a little slower, than what I really felt like doing, I really started appreciating my long runs. So they became these, in my mind, they became these pockets of time for just me, right? Where there was no pressure, no expectations, no expectation to trying to get it within a certain time or run, you know, part of the run at a certain 
yeah, at a certain time, right? So I want you to think about for yourself, could your running routine benefit from a little strategic joy? If it could, here's how you create it in your life, in your running routine. Identify one trouble spot in your running routine and focus on just one area first, right? You can pretty much change your entire running routine, but don't change everything all at once. Habits don't stick if we try and do too many things too quickly, right? So we want to get good at one thing first before we change one more thing. So what can you create around it to make it more fun? Let's say you've identified your trouble spot. What can you create around, what ritual can you create or what buildup can you create around this routine? Maybe outside of running even, where you make it something very special. So I'll give you another example from Dina's book, which kind of illustrates this point. It might give you some good pointers or good ideas of where you can do it in your own routine. She turned her dread of the weekly long run into her favorite workout of the week by creating a ritual around it. So instead of rolling out of bed on the weekends, I think it's Sunday used to be her long run day. Instead of just rolling out of bed and head out the door, she postponed her run a little bit and started making these delicious baked goods. She would enjoy her coffee, her French press coffee in the morning. And then because of this ritual she created for herself, her long run became her favorite day of the week and her favorite run. So I love this concept of strategic joy because of how it draws out the best in me in situations where I might settle otherwise for sort of a mediocre performance. And I love it for everybody who applies it. In the runner's mind, in our 12-week runner's mind group, we use very deliberately picked a chosen keystone habits. And these, for those of you who don't know, are habits that are proven to have an impact beyond the habit itself, right? So it has a kind of a cascading positive impact. So we use keystone habits such as daily gratitude practice to create strategic joy in areas of our life that doesn't have anything to do with running. So we take it even further than just within running, right? And I want to share an amazing, amazing practice with you. And you can try it on for yourself in addition to the strategic joy practice. In the book, The Magic, there's an amazing practice called Have a Magical Day which is exactly what I'm talking about. The idea is that you can be grateful for your whole day before you live it. And so she shares in the book to have a magical day, you simply think through your plans in the morning for the day and say thank you and feel grateful for each plan having gone well. So I know they haven't happened yet, but I want you to kind of get in the mindset of thinking ahead of time and knowing what you will be doing in a day. Just feel grateful for it going well for you. So to have a magical day, you simply think through your plans for the day and say thank you for each plan going well before you've lifted. it. And I'm telling you, it's incredible the impact it has on you. I felt the incredibly positive impact of creating gratitude in my life through deliberately infusing my life with gratitude from within relationships, at work, money affairs, health and wellness, running, of course. So I encourage everybody, if you're listening to this and you haven't done it yet, I encourage everybody to do the 28-day magic challenge 
in the book, The Magic, and feel the incredible positive impact it will have on your life. So what do you think, runner friend? Could your running routine benefit from some strategic joy? Could your life use a little magic? I'd love to hear from you which run or area of your life you're considering this for. Send me a DM on Instagram at Stina underscore Turgeon. That's S-T-I-N-E underscore T-U-R-G-E-O-N. All right, that's it for today. If you've enjoyed this podcast, consider leaving a five-star review, which will help spread this information to more people. See you in the next episode. So if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel, then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world. Just one run at a time.